wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Fate FM. And if you like to make a comment or have your questions answered, please send me a text to 04-888-808-11 or email info at faithfm.com.au. You can visit our website faithfm.com.au. I would like to say Happy New Year to everyone listening today to our program. It's been a difficult year we just uh, passed through, but uh, we are going to look forward for this new year coming ahead of us. It's good to have David Lima from Family Voice Australia with us again. David, Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you, Nick, and to all the listeners. David, um, people often use the first day of the year to make new resolutions. Mm. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yes, I think it's a good thing. And our first resolution, of course, is to stop saying 2020 <laughs> because we've got to now say 2021. Um, and on a bad day, I still write 1970 something rather. So we, <laughs> but yeah, it's a good good time to make a resolution. Every day is a good day to make a resolution, but. Um, uh, if if we can only do it once a year, then January the 1st is probably as good a day as any. Um, so, yeah, God, God has given us the gift of the year. Yes. And um, we, we started off on the 1st of January, but it, it's a gift from God, and I think we should always be mindful of his sovereignty in these matters and make the most of every gift which comes to us from above. Oh, beautiful. And, yeah, mentioning that um, God's gift mm. uh, of the year, mm. uh, how is the year given by God, yes. uh, David? Well, we turn to the book of Genesis right at the beginning of Scripture, and in chapter 1, verse 14, God says, Let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years. So right there in the creation narrative, we have the concept of the seasons, the days, and the years. And to mark them, we have these phenomena in the heavens. Mm. So we have sunrise and sunset, that marks the day. And then we have summer, autumn, spring, winter to mark the seasons. And we have years. Well, how is the year marked? Well, it's marked by us looking to see a number of things in the heavens. You can look, for example, where the sun rises every day if you get up early enough. Yes. Every day you could see where the sun rises, and it rises in a different place every day. Mm-hmm. So at the moment uh, it's rising well and truly southeast, and then every day between now and uh, one year's time, it will rise more and more north, and then it'll s- start to head south again. Mm-hmm. So you can count the number of days between the most southerly point of the rising of the sun, or of its setting, and you'll count 365 days. Okay. Or at night, if you're no good at getting up early in the morning, at night you can uh, watch for the rising of any particular star that you choose, or any particular pattern, which is called a constellation, and then you can see that will journey gradually west, and then you wait and wait and wait, and then you'll see it coming up again. 
So it'll be 365 days between the rising and the next rising. All right. So that's where we get the year from. It's not arbitrary. It's built into creation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, ah, that's very, very good. Then the, how do we honor God in the measurement of years? Well, we recognize that he is the sovereign of, of the cosmos, mm-hmm. that he has given us these things. Uh, I love to quote Psalm 8 where King David rejoiced, we read, to consider the moon and the stars. He rejoiced. So he, he was a keen astronomer. And it's so sad that in our modern world, particularly in the cities, we can't see the stars. Although where I live most of the year in Port Augusta, we have a real light show every night there. Yes. Uh, the cloud clears every night. Uh, and when there's no moon, it's just magnificent. I do encourage people to take the opportunity to go to a a place away from the clouds and the pollution yes. on a moonlit. Uh, I've been in the middle of nowhere, as we say here, yeah. you know, in um, in Fink. Um, just oh, uh, yes. oh, in the Northern Territory. It's actually it was just not just few kilometers from the central point in Australia. In yeah. Australia, that's right. And as you just said, it was uh, magnificent. It is you indeed. know, to look in the night when it was clear, yes, uh, sky to look at the the amazing display. Correct. So the heavens reveal God's glory. We understand, and according to Paul in Romans one. God is speaking to us through creation, so his character is knowable as we look at creation, including mm, the stars. Mm. The majesty of God is displayed, his incredible creativity, his power to make the cosmos. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we reflect on this New Year's Day, uh, the year is God's invention. It's marked by astronomical phenomena. It's really the summer solstice which really marks the year. So that's that's happened already on about the 23rd of the month, but... Um, January the 1st is close Mm -hmm, enough. mm -hmm. So that's really where it comes from. That's sort of the logical starting point, if you like, of the year. And so we recognize his sovereignty and um, worship him for who he is. Very, very good. And uh, David, how uh, does God speak to humanity through the stars and other aspects of creation, just just to bring it together? Yes. We see that he is a God of order. He's a God of creativity, a God of power. Uh, and he he controls these heavenly forces, these heavenly bodies. He set them there to mark signs for our benefit. All of creation is really there for the benefit of humanity, including what's going on in the stellar region. So these are some uh, unusual things for us to reflect upon, I think, as we go into this new year. And uh, hasn't 2020 been a miserable year that we mm. all want to put behind us? Yes. Uh, we need to learn some lessons from it, uh, particularly putting our trust in God. So if there's to be any resolution, that the listeners would make, my heart's prayer and yours too, I'm sure, Nick, is that we will put our trust in God as individuals and as as a whole community. Yes. Thank you very much, David. And uh, I wish you a a very blessed uh, new year uh, as you continue to go and voice out uh, with the Family Voice Australia all the concerns uh, in in regard of uh, uh, how we should... uh, uh, honor God, first mm. of all, mm. live a, a life which will uh, represent uh, our beliefs yes. in God, and uh, always appreciate your uh, comments and Thank your you, thoughts. Nick. Thank you very much. God bless. Well, I'm tired and I'm weary, but I must toil long till the Lord comes to call.
Where the flowers will be blooming The grass will be green And the skies will be clear and serene The sun ever shines Giving one endless beam Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, your host, Nick Krita. And indeed, we're looking forward. There will be peace in the valley. We've been through a horrendous year and uh, we'll never forget maybe 2020. But uh, looking forward uh, for this brand new year. I would like to welcome... Um, from Western Australia, my co-host today, uh, Ross Craig. Happy New Year, Ross. Thank you, Nick, and the same to you. It's going to be much better than the last one. 
I believe uh, so. It all depends on us also, you know, how we approach it. And uh, Ross, just um, as we start uh, the week, um, we ask a few questions. Uh, is change possible? You know, looking towards a new year. And we, we are talking about uh, our new year's resolutions worded you know many people are uh, just making those resolutions and after uh, a couple of months they forgot about them you know yeah and uh, you know also the bible and the power of the mind you know because it's one thing to to put in your mind something and it's another thing to um, fulfill it And also we uh, look at uh, one program just the other day uh, new year's eve Is holistic health uh, possible? But Ross, uh, I would like to open up a little bit more with you today. Another question. Uh, can faith benefit my future? Mm. And I believe this is uh, one thing which I would like to really explore with you today and to be able to, to make some comments here. Can faith benefit my future? Ross, that's a good question to ask at this time of the year. Mm. I mean, day one, usually at this time, we hear a lot about New Year's resolutions, as I mentioned earlier. Why do we do this when we know that the chances of us keeping them are so low, Ross? Uh, yeah, well, Nick, just put on there. At this time of year, Just about every second person is making a New Year's resolution about something. And you're quite right. The chances of us keeping them are really low. In fact, I think it was around, I think it was around 2018, I was doing a bit of research and I stumbled upon uh, the Forbes.com website and mm -hmm. they just published the results of an extensive uh, research they had done on the New Year's resolution phenomenon. And it showed that only about 8%, 8% of people actually achieved their New Year's resolution. Oh, that's a quite low, uh, Ross. Uh, th then I think we should uh, begin uh, 2021 on a positive uh, strategy, something mm. um, we can all benefit from. What about mm. faith? Oh, yeah. And the best place to find uh, out about faith And its benefits, Ross, is what do oh, you think? Easy one, easy <laughs> one, easy one. The Bible, of course. But hey, before we jump in there, I think it might be a good idea to uh, to probably share a little bit about how faith has been beneficial for us and how it's worked in our lives and the benefits that yeah, like the benefits as I said that we got from it. And because I, I really believe, Nick, that faith is something really, really personal. And if we're going to be recommending folk to go out and get some, then maybe we should tell them a little bit about ours. What do you think, Nick? Oh, sounds like a good idea, Rose. Uh, do you want to lead off, please? Sure, sure. I'd be delighted. Now, when it comes to faith and how it has impacted my life, I suppose, as with a lot of personal stories, a good thing to do is to look at where I was before faith came along. Mm-hmm. I suppose, a little bit about how I got introduced to faith. And, of course, we're, the focus for today is uh, uh, what benefits 
are there from faith. So uh, where I am today uh, with the faith that I have. And my life started off, I suppose, as a lot of people would think, well, that's a pretty good way for a person in your your career now to have started off, and that was I was born into a Christian family mm. who worshipped regularly, was involved with the church, was involved with youth groups, did all the things that I suppose uh, people would expect one to be doing that as a member of a church, used to play the piano or the organ mm-hmm. uh, during church and, and uh, Bible study times or for weddings or whatever. So I did all these things that, you know, people would imagine someone of faith doing. But I was young. Mm. I was young. And uh, I I thought I had faith. But uh, once I moved away uh, from my my family and moved away from the church I was involved in in a little in a little city in southeast Queensland. My faith began to slip, I suppose. It's not that I forgot about God or stopped believing in God. It's just that I found other things that unfortunately replaced him mm. at that time. Mm. Uh, I started to mix with a whole different crowd of people, a whole different uh, group of friends. Uh, well, at the time I thought they were friends, but uh, one thing leads to another and hindsight is a great thing and you can discover that they're not really your friends. They're actually just after what they can get from you. So I, I ended up doing a lot of stuff and going to a lot of places and being involved in a lot of things that weren't particularly healthy in any way, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, spiritually, not, not really healthy things to be involved with. And it took, it took a few scrapes and a few, I suppose, reaches to the bottom of the barrel before I started to realise that I was really heading in, in not a good direction. I was not heading anywhere near where I thought I would be. You know, I thought that I was in control and found out fairly soon that, that it wasn't me that was in control. I thought if I, if I kept a roof over my head and kept my car... Um, I was in control. If I kept my job, I was in control. But one by one, uh, the world took those things away from me. Mm. I was getting down and and, uh, more doubtful about, I suppose, the world, the life, universe and everything and got to stages where I figured that I didn't really have a future so uh, I might as well end it here and now. And I thank God that uh, he intervened and stopped that happening. And then I suppose, like a lot of stories, Nick, you hear about people, they reach the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that I have, have a, a family uh, who never gave up, uh, parents who never gave up. Uh, not that they knew where I was or exactly what I was getting up to, but uh, their faith, their faith actually was a benefit to me because they prayed and they prayed and they prayed. And unfortunately, they've, they've they've gone to their deaths without seeing their prayers answered. But uh, that has given me an, an amazing faith now, and their faith their faith paid off, and their prayers paid off. And uh, I turned the corner, and I mm. realised that yeah, I wasn't in control, and and I never really, I never really was in control. But I I needed somebody else. I needed a a, a supernatural assistance, I suppose. So I, I turned back to God. It wasn't an easy journey. It was not. It was not like uh, 
got up one morning and, hey, presto, I didn't want to smoke or drink or do any of those things again. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, if, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, Nick, I've had a few. I've had, I would have to be one of the world champions of New Year's resolutions because I've had plenty. All right. I'm also the world champion of giving up smoking. I've done it heaps of times. No, technically, I've actually only done it the once, and uh, that was with God's help. But now that I have turned that corner, and I'd like to share a couple of texts with you, I guess. Yes. Uh, that really mean a lot to me. Uh, and one of the first ones that I came across very early in my journey back towards God was uh, is Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. And this one just fills my heart with such hope because it says that, uh, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord. Now, this is God speaking and telling us what he thinks about us. And he has thoughts of peace mm. and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And when I realized that God actually only wanted my best, then I thought for a while that uh, maybe this is there is something to this whole faith thing. Maybe there is something about it. And then a good friend of mine uh, from over east uh, oh, over east is how we in the West refer to the eastern seaboard of this. All right, all right, okay. We say, you guys over east. Yeah, um, I've got a great mate that lives in the northern part of New South Wales and he introduced me to a text in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 where it says that no temptation has overcome you except that is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted to beyond what you can bear. And when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And once I realized that, oh, God was there for me and all the things that I thought I had to battle against on my own, like giving up smoking, I didn't have to because mm. he wanted to help. He was willing to help. And with that faith, I've been able to turn that corner holding onto his hand all the time. And I've got to tell you, as I said, it hasn't been a really easy journey. It has not been a flower garden. Yeah. But now I'm looking towards the best flower garden in the universe. And the faith that I have now gives me, well, like it says in uh, in the Jeremiah verse, a hope and a future. Beautiful. And knowing now that I have a future, gives such a sense of peace and such a sense of calm. And I've got to tell you, over the last few months of 2020, one needs a sense of peace and a sense of calm. Yes. To be able to get through some of the stuff that people have had to get through. And faith, for me, the big benefit is that calm, that peace, and that assurance of my future. Mm. And so, Nick, that's how faith has benefited me. What about you? Well, uh, Ross, that, uh, that's a wonderful testimony, what you just shared uh, with us. Uh, uh, to be able to say now, looking back, uh, for all those times of struggle and, um, you know, feeling down, uh, not believing even in yourself at some mm. point in time, to see you full of faith and trust in God. That's wonderful to hear from you, uh, Ross. Now, my story also, it can take hours and hours because I have a very, very interesting turn to God. You know, I shared a little wow. bit early in the week 
how um, even on uh, talking about smoking you know because I was a smoker myself uh, how difficult it was to to give up smoking and I I shared uh, just a couple of programs before that for one year I didn't buy one cigarette but I was still smoking the same because all my mates were uh, you know so willing to give <laughs> give uh, cigarettes you know yeah. but you know if I would like to share something um, today uh, Ross uh, with you and with our listeners is that um, after a period of time when I was still uh, contemplating of changing my life you know and I'll just give you a little bit of background when I was 14 years old I left home mm-hmm. I thought uh, it's not the place for me there I grew up in a very small village in uh, Transylvania in Romania beautiful beautiful place uh, uh, but a very simple life, and I thought, you know, I'm not made for this, you know, to yeah. with raise sheep there, you know, and it was hard life, and uh, uh, I'm glad that I grew up there because they really taught me for the rest of my life a lot of things, but I thought, look, I, uh, I can make something different uh, in my life, and I went uh, to the city to some education, but later on I was involved in show business, you know, I was a dancer, doing some modern dance, ballet, uh, a combination of those things, and, you know, life looked so beautiful and thought, oh, that's it, this is it, you know, enjoy it to the full. But every time or every morning after big parties and big, you know, shows, uh, I felt empty. And I said, what's going on here? I mean, I'm not happy, you know, I, I can see something is missing out. Uh, there. Anyway, short after that, you know, I uh, went into the army and uh, I had plenty of time to think and to, what to do with my life. Came back from the army. I stopped, uh, you know, uh, going to the, you know, in the, in the show business, you know, kind of. And I, I was working, trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was more and more convinced about some uh, important things I believe which uh, I've been exposed to for example like Sabbath you know to keep the holy Sabbath the the seven day Sabbath as holy day as God created you know yeah. and I was challenged because I was working in that day and uh, everything was around you know money you know how it is you, you want to make money to as you just uh, said a bit earlier you know having a roof uh, of your head a car or something means to live and um, many times, you know, I thought, oh, I can't, I can't give up this and that because, uh, uh, you know, what I'm going to do. And that time, you know, uh, was during communist time and it was hard to, um, you know, to just give up on what you have there uh, uh, physically in front of you. But anyway, talking about faith today and how can we uh, really looking uh, forward and uh, if, if faith can really benefit my future. And I took a decision, uh, Ross, uh, one day. I said um, to my um, supervisor, hey, uh, I'm not coming to work tomorrow. Now, uh, during communist time, we used to work on the weekends, you know, like Saturday and sometimes even Sunday. And he looked at me and, and he said, hang on, hang on a second. And he went to the, you know, to the offices there, to the bosses and talked to the, to the manager in the end and all those people there and said, hey, uh, that's not possible. You know, I have to come. You have to come to work tomorrow. I and mean, if you don't come to work tomorrow, you better don't come on Monday. And um, mm-hmm. Ross, I had to take a decision, you know, step in faith. 
And I remember came into my mind all those uh, stories, you know, like when children of Israel were uh, putting their feet in the in the um, sea, you know, yeah. uh, and how the sea departed and uh, make room for them to to cross over on the dry land. And I thought I had to put God to test. And I said, okay, yeah. if that's the case, you know, uh, I may not come. And I left that Friday knowing that I lost my job. And uh-huh. as I was uh, driving with a friend of mine, because he invited me to go to his place uh, and invited me to go to church on the next day, which was uh, Saturday, you know, the Sabbath. And we were driving and we were at the last petrol station uh, before we left the city to go into the countryside. And he was filling up the car. And I saw he talking, him talking to a gentleman just next to the pump there. And they came towards the car. He came to the car and introduced that gentleman to me, you know. And he started to say, hey, this is a friend of mine. And he recommended me and said, look, my friend just lost his job today. And explained the situation. And that gentleman said, okay, I can take him, you know. I can take him. And uh, But my friend said, oh, but look, there is a problem. He is not able to work on Saturday, you know, on Sabbath. And said... The gentleman said, uh, look, we can do something. I will call him to come Sunday, you know, as a, uh, to watch over the business, you know, because Sunday they didn't really work there in the country. And said he could come, he can come on Sunday, just, just uh, supervise there, you know, I mean, the, wow. to look after the place and he can have Saturday free. You know, God wow. gave me another job right on that day, uh, Ross. And when I... Uh, thought of these things i mean just i just like to share with you ross and with our listeners sure. just from psalms 37 just a couple of verses here yeah. it says from verse 3 for example uh, says trust in the lord and do good dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness wow delight yourself also in the lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Mm. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. You know, if we really want uh, Ross to make a new start, we are talking about uh, uh, can faith benefit my future? We really yeah. have to experience that. We should allow God to take care of um, of that, not just keep walking on our own way, our own plans, mm. do our own thing, you know. I mean, testimonies are a very good thing, Ross, uh, for each one of us. And I encourage everyone to think of something good in their life and how God reached out to them mm. and share that story, that testimony, because it's powerful. Yeah. That can uh, enrich other people and can encourage other people. And so, Ross, uh, uh, this is a little bit of uh, of my story. And, yeah, let's just uh, talk a little bit more, uh, if we can, uh, where do we begin on this faith journey and our listeners? Well, yeah. Well, Nick, that's, that's an amazing testimony too. And, you know, it just goes to show that faith has benefits. Mm. Sometimes, as you did that day, Nick, you saw it immediately. Other times, we need to we need to just have faith and hang on. Yes, uh, 
as a as we said before, uh, the Bible is the best place uh, to go when we're talking about a faith journey. So I reckon we should start there. Mm. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 is, in my mind, probably the very best place to kick off. And to kick off when we're actually talking about faith. And it says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So this encourages us because it says that faith can come and can be strengthened when we learn about God, when we believe, when we listen, and when we make the words of Scripture that we read part of our very lives. It's like a computer key. What you put in uh, is what you get out. Yeah, uh, Bible and, and God in true faith equals peace, rest, and guidance out. That's exactly right. So my suggestion is that we get some Bible and put it in. In Matthew chapter 5, mm. we read there an account of Jesus and his uh, conversation and dealings with a woman from Canaan. Now, she actually came to Jesus at that time because she wanted him to heal her daughter. And it's quite a surprising passage of Scripture because for a little time, it seems that Jesus is just dismissing her, mm-hmm. ignoring her and actually being quite abrupt to her. But then the woman makes a statement of faith, and that really grabs Jesus' attention. He responds with her, and the words are recorded in verse 28. He says, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done as you desire. And immediately it's recorded that her daughter was healed. Wow. Wow. Definitely, Rose, this woman displayed faith and was rewarded uh, by um, by his goodness. His goodness takes many forms, Rose. Love, mm. grace, and at times even miracles. There yeah. is another woman in the Bible uh, that displayed great faith too. There are mm. many actually, but uh, the one in Mark chapter 5 comes to mind. In verses 25 and 30, um, to 34, 25 to 34, we see the woman with an ongoing medical condition and believes that if she can only touch Jesus, she will be healed. Long story uh, short, uh, she was right and Jesus told her it was her faith that healed her and to go in peace. I love that uh, go in peace. I love that part, Ross. Yeah, me too. It really points to her personal faith mm. and the fact that her personal faith was able to give her the real peace that she'd been looking for for so long. Now, let's go to Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. And Luke chapter 1 verse 37 says, For nothing is impossible with God. Now, when I first heard this a long time ago, uh, my my jaw nearly hit the ground. It's a jaw-dropping promise. Mm. Nothing, absolutely nothing, no hurt, no hang-up, no habit is too big to overcome with God. As I know, and many believers out there possibly believe that addiction 
And I believed this for such a long time. I believed that addiction was a form of a trap mm. and, and there was no way to get out of it. There was just no way that I could get out of it. But, you know, I can assure you, like I said just a little while ago, that nothing could be further from the truth because with God, that trap is not just broken. It's totally destroyed. And what replaces it? is such a beautiful sense of peace and calm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it may take a while, but that peace and calm will eventually replace that trap. Anything can happen when we have faith in God, when we have faith in Him. Well, uh, Ross, we can look also further on in Matthew uh, chapter 17 and verse 20 actually reinforces the that thought, Ross. It says that faith, as small as a mustard seed, can move mountains. <laughs> I mean, the largest doubt can be overcome with the smallest faith. If this is the case, just imagine what is possible as your faith grows. Oh, amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> But... I mean, what else can faith do? There's so much it can do. Mm, mm. And it will be a benefit to us this coming year. Absolutely, Ross. And that's what we are, uh, um, you know, trying to share today, you know. Now, about what is uh, it says in uh, Ephesians, that's another passage in the Bible where we can mm-hmm. look in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by the grace you have been saved through faith. And This is not from yourself. It is a gift of God. Our faith is a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> the Lord is the one who will do the saving. We are the ones who do the believing. Yeah. His love is humble and he is the one who deserves the thanks for the peace that surpasses all understanding we get from our faith, Ross. I believe it's a beautiful uh, passage also in, in Ephesians. And I believe also you can look for some other passage to share with us. Absolutely. In fact, you just touched on one just there, uh, that piece that surpasses all understanding. That's actually from Philippians uh, chapter 4 and verse 7, where it says, And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This is telling us that faith is going to bring us such a sense of calm and peace that it's going to be hard to explain mm. to people. Mm. And I've got to say, it is really hard to explain to people why I'm not freaked out by some of the conspiracy theories that are out there. Why aren't you worried about this? They say, why, what, why are you so calm? Mm. And, It's like it's that peace from God that transcends all understanding. Even in the middle of the global pandemic, we can find peace. Here's a tough one for you, Nick. How about Hebrews 11, verse 6? All right, that's, uh, that's uh, a good one. Just before, uh, before I go there, Ross, uh, talking about peace, we end up uh, our um, program sometime with a passage in uh, John 14, 27, And it says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. Mm. And the peace I give isn't like the peace of the world gives. So don't be troubled 
and afraid. That's a beautiful one. But coming That's back, awesome. yeah, coming back, uh, um, you're referring to Hebrew chapter 11 and verse 6 yes yeah, yeah. Well, that's some uh, that's uh, sometimes uh, a challenging verse ross i mean thank, thanks for uh, throwing it to me <laughs> it says that uh, without faith it is impossible to please god mm. but it then explains that this faith means we must believe he exists So that makes it a bit easier to grasp. Yeah. If yeah. we are to have faith in him, then of course we need to believe he is real. Yeah. Uh, the text then says uh, Ross that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So by having faith in uh, what we can't see, there is benefits. The Bible backs um, this idea of belief in unseen when in John 20 and uh, verse 29 Thomas has his doubts about Jesus mm. being ra- risen from the dead you know mm. well and truly answered when uh, Jesus shows up uh, again and invites Thomas to touch and feel the wounds Yeah. And then uh, as the verse says uh, Jesus told him because you have seen me you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. To put it simply Ross this is so much more power in not seeing and believing in God. This power comes as peace and calm in a troubled world. Oh yeah, peace and calm in a troubled world is what we really need now. And mm. It's such a great benefit from faith. Faith bringing that peace and calm. Well, I mean, there's there's enough benefits right there. But imagine going into 2021 with such peace and calm that the leftovers from 2020 won't even cause a ripple in the ocean of your peace. Wow, that'd be awesome. We are promised time and again that God will watch over us in every aspect of our lives if we just let him. He gave us so much and he gives us so much. In John 1.12, John 1.12, it says, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Mm. Become ch- to be a child of the king of the universe? Wow, that's got to give you confidence. That's got to give you such confidence. The past is the past. Hey, let's focus on the future, Nick. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, we should not hold on the problems of the past. And we can do this uh, by doing exactly what Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. In all your ways... Acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Mm. We see here just how much love and support the Lord has for us, Ross. If we put our trust in him completely, our reward will be a life of less stress. Oh, Mm. we need that. We need that. Absolutely. He will lead us down the right paths, giving us only good directions but we have to believe 
and have faith in him. Yeah, that's so true. Faith is the key. Faith being the key, but we also saw that faith itself is a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wow, what we've just been through, this gift-giving season, people giving and receiving gifts, this is another gift that we can receive. Why wouldn't we accept this gift? Yes. You know, it's such a fantastic gift. After the year that, well, that we, I don't know, there's going to be a lot of words to describe 2020, but let's just say it's the year that was. Who wouldn't want a positive direction in 2021? Absolutely. We have seen that even a little faith can work miracles. We looked at that just a little while ago in one of those texts. A little faith can move mountains. So what's stopping us from taking up the challenge of faith, Nick? All right, um, Ross, I, I believe faith is more than a gift. Uh, you, you know, yeah. you know, Ross, uh, we are told in uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 6, uh, verses 10 to 18, it's no time to read everything there, but uh, yeah. uh, that our battle isn't only against forces that we can't see. But mm. the wonderful thing about this passage of Scripture is that even though we may battle against unseen forces, God provides us a supernatural <laughs> suit of armor yes. that will give us what we need to be victorious, Rose. Uh-huh. And faith is in that mix, Rose. I really like that. He's giving us a supernatural suit of armor. Yeah, that is so true. And faith is the shield with which we can we can repel those fiery darts that come our way. Yes. And when yes. we put that shield of faith in combination with, and this is straight from that passage you read that, that uh, you mentioned there, Nick, uh, if we put that uh, shield of faith and we mix it up with a waistband of truth, a breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of the gospel of peace, a helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which we know is the word of God, right? Yes. When we mix all that up with prayer, wow, we can be supplied with the perseverance we need to face any trial that's coming our way. But that is going to give us a sense of peace for all time. Mm, absolutely, Ross. So finally, uh Ross, let's go to Mark chapter 9, verse 23. Jesus Mm. said, If you can believe, all things are possible for one who believes. This simply says, Ross, Mm -hmm. that should be wiped away our doubts and try to believe in Christ, then amazing things can happen for you. Hey, I'm just going to play a song right here now, just before we finish and just conclude with a with a prayer. And that song, Ross, it's called "I Have Fixed My Mind on Another Time." Mm. Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. I have fixed my mind on another time, on another time. 
And here I mean to stand until God gives me more light. And that is today, today, today until He comes. I have fixed my mind on another time, on another time. I have set my course on the narrow way, on the narrow way, for I know On the narrow way, on the narrow way. Even so, Lord, come quickly. This is my fervent prayer, for I've
that song called? It's easy to find out. Download the free Faith FM app for your smartphone or tablet to see our full daily schedule of programs and music. Well, that was an amazing song, uh, Ross, uh, uh, really called I Have Fixed My Mind on Another Time. And you know that song was based, Ross, on uh, someone's big disappointment Back wow. in eighteen hundreds, you know, you may heard about William Mueller and how he was uh, disappointed because he was uh, putting some dates there. But he decided yeah. to say those words: "I have fixed my mind on another time," and that is today, today, today. And it's that's what we encourage our listeners, Ross, uh, to step into this brand new year with faith, and faith mm-hmm. can benefit our future, Ross. We just, uh, as we mentioned in Mark chapter 9 there, you know, this simply says that it should be wiped away all our doubts and try to believe in Christ, then amazing things can happen for you. Yeah, I tell you, that's, that's got to be one of the best ways to start a new year, Nick, and that is to start a new life in Christ. Amen for that, Ross. Hey, uh, brother, how would you like to pray with us? Just a I'd little, a little prayer, and uh, for um, everyone, for whoever listens. What an amazing privilege to pray for the new year! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Father God, look, like I said in that uh, that song there, Lord, it's we set our course on a narrow way and. Lord, we're told in Scripture that the narrow way is the path to go, but we're also told in Proverbs that uh, you'll be there to guide us and to lead us. In Psalms 23, you promise that you'll lead us beside still waters. And, Father God, that's a wonderful gift and what a wonderful what a wonderful uh, benefit it is if we just have faith as small as a mustard seed. Lord, my prayer for all those listening today and for all their families is that 2021 gives such a great uh, sense of calm and peace as they discover you, Father God. May they have a wonderful year and may your peace that surpasses all understanding be with us all throughout this entire new year is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much, uh, Rose, for being part uh, of this broadcast and um, coming Friday after Friday, you know, when that was possible to share with us. I wish you a happy new year and uh, all our listeners. May God richly bless you and have a wonderful year. Our time is up for today, but please join us again when we are looking at um, a theme. Uh, how do I walk with Jesus? What's humanity's 
biggest problem. Until then, may God richly bless you and keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus. I leave you with a song called uh, Faithful Man. Share the 